Consider my affliction and please deliver me. Plead my cause and redeem me. Salvation's not for the wicked, for they don't seek your word. Great are your tender mercies, Lord. Revive me according to your loving kindness. Revive me that I might seek your word. Revive me according to your loving kindness. Revive me, O Lord. You give me understanding according to your word. Great peace for those who seek your faith. I long for salvation. My lips shall praise your name. I rejoice in the treasure of your keep. Revive me according to your loving kindness. Revive me that I may seek your word. Revive me according to your loving kindness. Revive me, O Lord. Today we're going to begin looking at Psalm 119, 73 through 80. And this psalm is all about forming and fashioning, ordering and arranging our internal life, our mental life, our emotional life. This is about, you know, if you think about all the different areas of health you need so you can live a whole life, physical health, relational health, spiritual health, and this psalm will tell us about how we can have emotional health, internal health. So what I want to do this morning is kind of give you a map so you can kind of mark it out. And then tomorrow we'll try and drive it home. So the theme for Psalm 73 through 80, the theme verse is verse 73. Your hands made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. So the theme of this whole section is that the believer has been shaped by the Lord's hand. The believer, he or she has been fashioned with certain characteristics and certain capacities. And then they have been placed in specific circumstances. So you look at your life, your characteristics, your capacities, your circumstances, these are all gifts that the Lord has made and fashioned for you. And then the question that this psalm wants to help us with is how then should this knowledge, this reality, how should it shape us? How should it settle us? How should it encourage and motivate us? 
How should we live in light of such a truth? Because often there's many things that will mitigate against us really believing this. So let's kind of, let's try and get the order in the picture. And this is one Psalm that's arranged chiastically. So the truths move um, to the middle and then there's balance and parallel. It's actually a lot easier to see it than it is to try and describe it. But the very heart of this Psalm is, is verse 76 and 77. That's the center, the core. And of course that's appropriate because it's talking about your heart. And at the very center, it's the loving kindness of the Lord, his chesed, his faithful, committed love, verse 76. May your loving kindness come for me. That's the heart. And then verse 77, may your compassion, that's um, his, his passionate love, his love that's then moved to act, compassion, love that's compassionate. So love is at the very heart of the psalm. But then notice how it's balanced on every side. So on verse right surrounding it is verse 75 and verse 78. 78 surrounding it. May the arrogant. There's arrogant hostility. And then in verse 75, there's faithfulness in the midst of afflictions. So you have difficulty, trials, And then you move one step out from that, verse 74 and 79. Do you see there you're surrounded by other believers? May those who fear you see me. And then 79, may those who fear you turn to me. So the situation that uh, he or she has been placed in, um, they're not placed alone, but then the people of God are watching, and it's going to be a testimony or an example them. You're surrounded by other believers. But then the key truth surrounding all these other truths is that our mind and our hearts must grasp and then hold on to the truth. See that in verse 73. Give me understanding or may my mind know. And then in verse 80, may my heart be blameless. So that's So the great truth surrounding all these other truths is that he's praying for a mind that can grasp and a heart that can hold on to these truths. So this is actually a game plan, a pattern for how we can order our interior world. And verse 73, again, is the key theme. So let's think about that for, so let's meditate on it for a moment. Your hands made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Your hands made me or create. This is the word for the original word for create. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And here, it's your hands have crafted me. You're the work of his hands. And that crafting, that creation, that making involves a shaping and a forming. It means to be made fit for the place he's put you in and the purpose for which you are placed in it. So you have a place and you have a purpose, and it's discerned by how you've been shaped or created. And then notice that word for fashioned, fashioned or established. That is 
um, the first word is more focusing on the creation of the person. And then this is focused on the creation of the place. You've been put in a place. Something has been established or fashioned. It's been set up. It's been made secure. And then you've been placed there for a purpose. So the idea here is similar to the idea of um, whenever new parents spend a significant amount of time. Um, and actually what we found is the amount of time decreases uh, as the number of children increases. But as they prepare the nursery uh, or the baby baby's room when they're um, going to first bring the baby home from the hospital, uh, this room has been fashioned, it's been created, it's been formed so that in this environment the child can can grow and learn and sleep and eat and, and live. And so this is giving us this image that we have been fashioned by the Lord for a certain purpose, and then the environment has been fashioned in that for a similar purpose. But what's fascinating is you look at the environment, it's an environment where they're surrounded by others. It's an environment where there is affliction and hostility. So it actually is not the peaceful, tranquil, safe place like a baby's nursery. There's trial and tribulation, but those are meant to form and fashion. Now read through this psalm, and I want you to mark everywhere where you see an internal focus. Notice what he asks, verse 74, because I wait. So there's a peace, there's a calm, internal waiting. I know, O Lord, there's something I know. And what do I know? I know your your faithfulness. So there's an internal knowledge. And then 77, your law is my delight. So I'm at peace. I'm, I, I have knowledge, but also have delight in these things. And then 78, I shall meditate on your precepts. I think about them internally. This is what has captured my mind and my thoughts. And then verse 80, I will not be ashamed. So no shame. So this is a beautiful, powerful psalm, a psalm that we desperately need to teach us and train us on how to order and shape our inner world. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly Father, Son. 